Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. Hi, it's Liam from the Two Drunk Flings podcast, and I just want to wish everybody and all the fans and everybody at Two Drunk Flings a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. May Nuffle bless you all with sixes. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Morning, folks. This is Gilly Wonka from the Two Drunk Flings podcast. I'd just like to wish everybody, all our listeners, all our likes and shares, a very happy Christmas and a very good new year. May Nuffle fill your bellies and bless you with sixes. Hola a todos, soy Rick de Iron Golems y me gustaría desear eh, a los seguidores de Two Drunk Things y toda la comunidad de Bloodball en general una feliz Navidad. Hi, this is Graham Thompson from Team Scotland, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year! This is Mark from the Two Drum Queens podcast. I'd like to wish everybody, all the listeners, all the fans, all the supporters, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And may Nuffle bless your blocking dice. Buon Natale dallo staff del Fulginium Bowl. Merry Christmas from the staff of the Fulginium Bowl, the food tournament. Hi, it's Joe from Two Drunk Flings podcast. Wishing you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. See you all in the new year for unboxings across on Mini Modelogue. Have a good one. G'day folks, this is Johnny Wilkinson of The Big V and the Two Drunk Flings podcast. Beaming direct from the beach in Melbourne, Australia. Wishing you all very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Just roll those sixes and I'm sure it'll be a cracker. Καλά Χριστούγεννα, χρόνια πολλά, καλή χρονιά από τη Ρακαλνάρ για τους Two Drunk Flings. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and best wishes from Ρακαρνάρ for uh, the Two Drunk Flings. Il militetaiep aunek janinum il komunita maltieta Blood Bowl nishti il kolminisma Two Drunk Flings uodji batal Blood Bowl il festit taiba uguri al senahenia numlija ġit ris uħafna casualties. This is David Blackett from All Castle Creations. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hello everybody, this is Russell Ashley, aka Ninja Breadman of the GDBBL. I'd like to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a great New Year. Hi everybody, this is Alex Wormel from The Water Bowl. I'd just like to wish Two Dunk Flames and all their listeners a very Merry Christmas. And let's hope that Santa's got a better sense of direction than Liam. Here's to a Happy New Year too. And hopefully we'll see a bunch of you at the Water Bowl Tournament on February the 16th and 17th. And the bells were ringing out on Christmas Day. Season's beatings, my friends. This is James Love from the Two Drunk Flings and Friends podcast wishing you and all of your league mates and all of your tournament mates a very amazing Christmas and a happy new year. May Nuffle bless your balls. Hi. It's Mike from the Two Drunk Flings podcast and I'd like to wish you, your family, your friends, your friends' friends and even that annoying bloke that you know that you can never seem to beat a blood bowl a very merry festive season however it is you choose to celebrate it and furthermore a fantastic and very prosperous new year. 
Welcome along to episode 5, where first of all, we'd like to thank everyone who's contributed to this episode. We've had absolutely loads of people sending in recordings, ideas and questions for us, and we do our very best to include everything that we receive. If you think you've got an idea, question, or a Read the Rules Alan contribution that you think would make us chuckle, you can send it in to us via Facebook, or get in touch with us via social media, and we will let you know how you can send it over to us. And now, on with the show. Episode five, take one. Excellent. So we're on episode five. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, don't start. Hold on. Hello! <laughs> I'm not doing it like that. I am not doing it like Good. that. Good morning, Blood Bowl community. <laughs> there we go. That's quite good. There you go, Mike. We've just got a nice little snippet from Alan then. And from you. <laughs> You've got to both realise you don't have a choice whether these things oh, yeah. go in. After I forgot about them. that. Oh, yeah. James, you can say hello. Why don't you try and say an, an intro for us? An intro? Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's see how many times it takes me to get it right. <laughs> uh, okay. Let me, let me, get, let me lot, get in the zone. It's a lot difficult than it seems, isn't it? Uh, only when you overthink it. <laughs> try doing an intro, James, and we'll see if we get all of it. This is James coming to you from the United States. Oh, we got bits of that. <laughs> oh, this ain't going right. on, is it? Go on, Drew, you have a go while we wait for James. Good afternoon. Welcome to the fifth episode of Two Drunk Flings with the Neanderthals from Derby and the sophisticated gentleman from Nottingham. That's not bad, is it? All right. It's not bad. Is it better now? Oh, yeah, it sounds, sounds much better. better. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds bloody great. <laughs> <laughs> James, James is Australian now. Uh, yeah, that was Australian, James. Oh, that was bad because I was trying to be British. <laughs> America's always trying to be British. <laughs> I know, right? But you sound like a film star. You like, do, yeah. It's like we're talking to Tom Cruise or somebody... Better. Did, did you say porn star? That's, that's a little film star. I mean, oh, same thing, are you naked right? too? Always uh, underneath my clothes. Always nice. Well, we'll let James introduce this one, episode five, because it's his, his first episode. Go on, then, James. Thanks. It's all up to you, mate. It's all up to me. No pressure. No pressure at all. <laughs> This is James Lofts, a.k.a. Legion from NAF, coming to you with the Two Drunk Flings and Friends podcast. So happy to be here. Excellent. Hey up, mate. Hey up, mate. Hey up. My name's Liam. I'm also known as Longstride on the NAF website. I'm also here with Alan. Hey up. This is Alan. (laughs) I'm also known as Gilly Wonker on the NAF website. We're also joined with Drew, who's come all the way from the long-distance land of Snottingham. Is that right? Nottingham. Snottingham. I don't mean to correct you. Yeah, it's not been Snottingham for many years. <laughs> yeah, I'm Drew Danger Galloway, and I'm Drew for 77 on the NAF. And then there's me, Mike, and I'm Dynamike. 
on the NAF website. Dynamite. You didn't even I just get like a one, two, three, four. It was dynamite. Dynamite. Well done. And I got long stride as well. Do you know why it's long stride? Because you're tall. No, I'm not tall. Am I tall? No, he's not tall. No, six one, not tall. But it's because everyone's like, oh yeah, it's the old star player, long stride. Um... Oh, it's not. <laughs> no, it's Monty Python. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. Oh, uh, yeah. you see. But depends who's asking, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Hold I don't on know. <laughs> You're six foot one. Yeah. Say what? Was that with your stills? What do you mean? I have, I'm not borrowing your stills. You're to never get on six foot one. I'm six foot one. No, what not. do you mean I'm not you're six not foot one? Six foot one. You're yeah. Maybe you just lack you're physical presence. You know, I'll tell you what, do you know why I know I'm six foot one? Right? It's a true story, right? I'm six foot one because I got arrested and they took my photo. And to know your profile photo where you look in front and yeah. the side, yeah, it's six one because they showed me the photo. Can I ask a question? Yeah. The photographer that took that, was it a dwarf? And it's like the, <laughs> they were looking at the Alan. angle all wrong. <laughs> Someone's beeping James. You haven't got your todger out, have you, James? Sorry, that's English for penis. <laughs> Someone's beeping it. Oh, no, no, no. It's funny because I was just watching a video last night with uh, Simon Pegg and Henry Cavill, and they were using British slang terms and explaining to Americans what they mean. Ah. I thought I knew a lot of British slang. It turns out I did not know much. Well, this is what we are actually going to do for you right now, actually, mate. We are actually going to ask you (laughs) say some English slang words just to introduce you because, I mean, for people who don't listen to the podcast or if they do, James does a lot of work with Blood Bowl and the community and doing badges. And now he's joined up with us and he's going to be on every episode of the podcast. And I mean, it helps us in the States as well. So James basically runs and does everything on the States, which is really good. I mean, the patch guru, the patch guru. So basically, James, again, if you're not noticed by the accent, James is from America and we're going to do now a little skit. Is it a skit? Did they call them skits? We can call it a skit. We'll call it a skit. We need to do like a... James' slang words. Something like that, do you know what I mean? Yep, yeah, like I'm good with this. Yeah, 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 I like this already. So what we'll do is uh, we'll all take it in turns. We'll say a slang word and see if James can figure out what it is in, in old country <laughs> or West country or wherever we're from. So I'll start it off anyway. So, James, if I was said to you, you're being Mardy, what would you think that means? You. Say it one more time, slowly. James, you're being Mardy. Mardy? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to take a few dark turns, isn't it? Um... <laughs> I don't know, I'd say maybe being silly. No, being mardy means moaning, crying, being sad, being miserable, being an idiot, basically going, Ah, (laughs) being mardy. So that's a nice little polite one just to get us going and warmed up. Gone, and it's fucking hard. They're really worried about what Alan's going to say. Drew can go next, I can't think of one. All right, James, if I said I've just done a powerful Trump, (laughs) do you know what that means? A powerful Trump. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I'm not very political, so I'm, I'm certainly not going to go there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me let me uh, give you a clue. I would perform the trump from my bum trumpet. <laughs> that is such a that is such a good clue. Thanks. <laughs> Hangover. Oh. <laughs> it's a fart. It's a fart. Yeah. A trump. Oh, nice. So I I drop yeah. a trump from my bum trumpet. A bum trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> bum oh, trump. a bum trumpet. <laughs> okay, James, I got one for you. 
So if I said... <laughs> Fucking bum trumpet. All right, yeah. It's supposed to be a Blood Bowl podcast. Fucking talking we'll get about it. Sorry, we'll get to that. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> it can only go uphill from here. <laughs> I think that's this what is, we're going to do. This is the baptism of fire. If I were to say that I had some itchy bollocks, would you know what I was talking about? Uh, that, that's a give me. That's a giveaway. That's uh, some itchy balls. Yep. Itchy yeah. Balls. One point. Oh, let me think. Okay, James. If I said to you, "That's the dog's bollocks," what would you think that means? That means it is the shit. Or it yeah. Is. Awesome. yeah. The dog's bollocks. You could thank Simon Pegg for that one last night because that was actually in his thing. Ah, the dog's bollocks. Okay. And, yep. the dog's bollocks. Yeah, that's a good one. But I like to say bollocks. Come on, Alan. Come on, Alan. We all like to say bollocks. Alan looks like a bollock. <laughs> Partly shaped one, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, he's had the, some surgery. Yeah, it's the perfect bollock shape. Is At that least it? they don't look like sloth from the Goonies. I do, but I'd rather look like sloth than a bollock. Imagine if you two had children. <laughs> oh my God, sloth looking bollocks. People oh like to touch God. bollocks. They don't like to touch sloth. Bollocks. If you saw bollocks, see? <laughs> if you saw sloth walking down the street, you'd run up, you'd hug him, and you'd be like, Sloth! Sloth! Well, I wouldn't sloth. You dead. want to see a giant bollock walking down the street, run up and hug it, and go, I've just hugged a giant bollock. You don't know sloth's dead, don't you? I'd hug him. Well, it brings the tone down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, cheers, Alan. <laughs> Did you know oh, sloth's dead? <laughs> also, if you see somebody that is horrifically disfigured, don't run up to them and call them sloth and hug them because, I mean, that's not going to make you friends. That's why Liam has to go to work with a hood up because the people just come just to, to hug him. <laughs> Fucking famous. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Come on, Alec. Where's the word? An English word. Crumpet. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, what would you say if I just had a nice bit of crumpet? Well, actually, hold on, Alan. That's wait, two that, ways yeah. of saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. say the word crumpet and I don't mean what you mean. You see, you're thinking of the breakfast. James, what do you think a crumpet is? <laughs> uh, I would assume a crumpet is a pastry of some kind. Oh, it's close, you see. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't call it that. I say if I'm going to have a bit of crumpet, I mean, I've just slept with a neighbour or something. <laughs> you know, that's what I... I've got a nice bit of crumpet. <laughs> that's in my world, anyway. <laughs> God, I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like some crumpets with some butter and some marmite. Nice. You definitely don't want to have the crumpet next door with some butter and marmite. You've already been there. <laughs> yeah, it's a right mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Anyway, James, well, welcome to the podcast. Anyway, it's finally nice to um, get you on here anyway. So it's uh, been really good. Don't worry about the ums, by the way. Mike cuts it out. So nice. The less ums we get, the easier his job is. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. So, um, 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 um,
Oh dear. So uh, the first thing on my agenda anyway is, well, we don't have Joe anymore. Joe, unfortunately, hasn't been able to make it. He's, I don't know what story and excuse can we make up. <laughs> He's fell down a fucking drain on the way up His here. His wife's had a horse archery accident. <laughs> to shave his beard. No, horse archery is loads better. Oh God, if you've ever seen Joe Gunn without a beard... I've it's... seen Joe Gunn without a beard. It looks like the Hives lead singer, doesn't he? It's startling, isn't it? Yeah, it's horrible. I don't like it. But we will put a picture of Joe on, uh, on, on the Facebook page without a beard so everyone knows who he is. Maybe he's shaving his bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's, a, that's an all-day job right there. With Alan, it is. They're yeah. huge as well. His bollocks, yeah. have you seen oh them? Oh my god. I've seen them on the internet, particularly oh, dense, yeah. densely furred. Did he like float in the bath? Yeah. <laughs> oh, did that, did that big they float? <laughs> this is what you get if you don't turn up, isn't it? You yeah. just have your. Oh, actually, that's a good point. Nuts, that's what we'll discussed. do. So, uh, the first thing we want to talk about is the, because we are a Blood Bowl podcast, we do have to talk about Blood Bowl, is the Nurgle team from Games Workshop. Oh, yeah. You see, Not I've nice. actually. Do you think? Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I want to know what you guys think. Well, I really like the Chaos team that they put out as Fuck well. the Chaos team, the yeah. Nurgle team. The Nurgle <laughs> team's wicked. Yeah. Do you like the Nurgle team? Yeah. What do you like about the Nurgle team? Well, it's just different to everything that they've put out so far. But I've not really seen any other Nurgle teams apart from, like, sort of them and ones people have custom built, so... Yeah, there's quite a lot of third-party the, teams. There's the Grebo one on Kickstart. Hungry Troll has a nice team as well. Yeah, the Hungry Troll, they're, yeah, they're a really good team. So that's the thing with the Nurgle team, is that I really like the Games Workshop one. And I was like, the beast looks brilliant, looks like arse face out of Preacher, doesn't it? Yeah. And then I was like, well, the models look really good. And, and then I saw it today. Someone's painted it up themselves. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, but I've noticed that they look, they look like they've got plant pots or buckets on their heads. Like, you know, the metal face guard. Grills, yeah, yeah the, the grills. They put the plant pot on the red, and then there's a grill around it, so it looks like a bucket handle. And I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> it's completely destroyed. I don't know if the person's done it on purpose or I don't know, but I've kind of like stepped back a little bit from now. So, again, like James said, the Hungry Troll one, I've kind of gone, I might actually go in and if I need a Nurgle team as well, so I might actually go in and get that. I like the Hungry Troll one. I've done the Grebo kicks up. I can't remember what I've ordered, but I do remember <laughs> I was having a long poo and it probably cost me. <laughs> Cost me about 250 quid, so I'm probably getting all of them. That's how I buy Blood Bowl teams. On the toilet? Yeah, a little bit of IBS. I get loads of, I get all my podcast, yeah. <laughs> I get all my podcast stuff in the toilet, so anything, all the posts that come out, you see it. Have you noticed they're always at first thing in the morning? Why are you telling me this? You know, bright and early. My so if you remember episode three, where we had uh, discovered from Johnny what a number four was, does this classify as a number five? What's a number four? Oh, don't ask. Okay. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. A, maybe. I Come mean, on, Mike, what? you tell us, because Mike doesn't like saying things like this. Mike, what's the number four? It, it, it's, Look it, how nervous he gets. <laughs> you can't say it, Mike. Defecation and self-pleasuring at the same time. <laughs> That's just good time management. Right, so Bloodbot, that Nurgle team talking about yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that G-Dub has really invested back in Blood Bowl. Oh, fantastic, yeah. Love the elf teams that have come out. Love the human team, love the orc team. Yeah. Goblins are great. Goblins are fantastic. They're my favourite so well, far. Well, they're going to kick your butt in a couple of days. Oh, we'll get into that, mate. But the Chaos team I didn't care for a great deal, partly because I just made one with some bits and bobs from the Age of Sigma, which I think looked much better because I painted them. And the <laughs> Nurgle team hasn't blown my frock up. I like the fact that it's nope. a really... 
Honk. <laughs> I love the fact that it's, it's a really cheap team that's going to get people into playing a team that I don't think I've ever played a game against yeah. a Nurgle team. I totally agree, actually. That's, that's a good way of putting it. That's going to be good. Yeah, because they're really, they are really nice. I'm, I'm, I'm quite impressed. I didn't like that Buckethead thing, but maybe I'm going to see more pictures of it. Maybe. Really to do some head swaps as well. Yeah, but that's the good thing about the, these ones. Apparently, I've been looking at the videos, people saying that they're easy to build and stuff because those fucking elves, what a nightmare they were to build. My dark elves got built and then I was a little mad at them, so I put them in a cabinet. I haven't looked at them since. <laughs> they were difficult, aren't they? I've not tried the dark elves. It was the pros. Pro, yeah, yeah, the pro elves. Yeah. Yeah, well, I started halfway through it and I was like, I tell you what, this is fucking nonsense I was like I, I've not even finished building them I've never done that before either couldn't be bothered to build See, it that was the first team I ever I built know, and poor I Mike. thought I thought oh this is just standard this is how all teams are no they're quite no, they difficult, were difficult. Oh, yeah. okay. but I think they've actually took that on board though with these Nurgle which is really good because the amount of complaints they got for it for building them so I think maybe they took that on board which is great again another thing that GW doing are listening to people which is really good but Alan you've got any more to say about it have <laughs> <laughs> they released Nurgle dice well, as well never talk about the model. See, this is what I try and do to Alan no, yeah, on the podcast. I've never really he changes seen them, so the I subject. I can't really so... comment. I can't really comment on the because I've, I've never had. But you're looking at the dice. This is why I want to do the podcast with Alan. I look at the team and how good the team looks. You don't bother. You're like, oh yeah, what the dice like? Yeah. What's the pitch like? What are the accessories? Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. That's what he loves. He loves the accessory part of it. He likes the accoutrement. Yeah, I think it's important when you, if you're like somebody that wants to buy a set when you do a kickstart, you want the dice and the apothecary and all the other bits yeah, yeah. and bobs, and it all goes in. And sometimes you'll buy something. I've been playing a bit of Necromunda and I got the Orlock team who look like space men, and I bought the Orlock <laughs> dice, and it's like oh, just drab grey lumps of turd. So, <laughs> but there we go. <laughs> From what I've seen, the Nurgle team. I'll probably pick them up. But they're a chaos team as well. You like chaos. You're a bit of a chaos fan, aren't you? Yeah. Always passed on Minotaur, kids. Oh, <laughs> Don't start with that shit again. <laughs> always passed on Minotaur. Now he can pass to the Beast of Nurgle. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. That's what I want to see. The next tournament. What's the next tournament? It's our tag team tournament. Yep. I want you to get a Nurgle team. And I throw can't. I'm doing a Year of the Fling. Just let everybody know as well. I'm currently on my Year of the Fling, which is nearly kind of over. I'm like seven months in. My record is, I've got 28 losses. I think I'm on 14 wins. Yeah, you're really? beating me with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're which really good, yeah. That's a great game. And uh, yeah, it was really good. But I'm doing really well. I, I don't know why. And then I think I've only got like four draws. I don't know my draws. It's four or three, something like that. So I'm doing quite good. I'm actually really you enjoying are. it. I'm actually really enjoying I tell you what, I'm a bit nervous because I don't want to play any other team. I actually have that much fun playing Halflings. I think they're just, they're just so much fun. I mean, it's not. I sit there and go, oh, fucking nice. Oh, oh, well. But if I win, I'm like, who's won? Who's won? Walk around, get my elephant trick out, you know. In England, we say the elephant trick, James, is you get your penis out and you pull your pockets out and you walk around and go, ooh. Now that makes total sense. I'm going to do that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody it. questions me, I'm just going to say, that's my elephant trick. Yeah, Fuck yeah, off. exactly. Yeah, it's the elephant trick. My missus loves it. She makes me do it all the time. <laughs> it's that good. But yeah, it's, they're, really, they're really good. I think I don't understand why people do frown against halflings. Like, oh, I'm playing halflings. Well, you can say people frown against people that get their cocks out of blood bowl tournaments. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Not in England, anyway. We don't. I don't mind seeing a cock when I'm playing Breezy, blood bowl. I don't like it when you put it on my shoulder. When I play, <laughs> then when you like bat it away and you know, on your Rub shoulder. it around your dice cup. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't like that, but otherwise, I don't mind a cock at Blood Bar. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't bother me or whatsoever. So, yeah, anyone go to our tournament. We've got a tag team tournament coming up. If you want to get your cock out, feel free. I don't mind. <laughs> You'll regret that. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. No, because <laughs> nah. you know someone's going to do it. I know they are, yeah. Someone's going to show up with a rock out with your cock out. Cock. Out. It's going to be you now, isn't it? Probably me. I'm thinking about the costume already. That's what we should be doing. But anyone who doesn't know, we are actually running a tag team tournament on November the 24th at Boards and Swords Derby. It's only £10 each, which covers the food. You do get a model and there's so many prices. Again, this is amazing, right? What I've done is, because we are sponsored by the Two Drunk Flings and we are doing a massive, massive thing about it because we're going to boost the podcast and we'll try and get James out on Skype so people get to talk to James there on the day. I think we're going to get Peter Nifton down to come down and talk and do some signings or whatever. It's going to be a big day. But we have got a, a special rule pack and a special award and a special thing called the Allen Pack. Da, 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 da. Right. <laughs> so basically, you can do the standard rule pack. It's one double, three singles for tier one. Tier two is one double and four singles. Tier three is two doubles and four singles. Or you can pick the Allen Pack, which is two doubles and four singles. <gasps> but Allen picks your skills. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I've never read Fucking the Blood Bowl rules. You. This is Mark Lyfon, Nuffles Wild. Alan, read the rules. First thing you said, can trees leap? <laughs> That's the first thing. How many skills said. do you know? Do you just know the good ones? Can trees uh, leap? Very long legs. <laughs> that is a skill, yeah. Are you going to have a halfling with very long legs? I might do. Like a three-quarter length. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be human then, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> just a human play on the bit. Can horselings have claw? No. It's mutation. strength, isn't it? It's, oh, it's, no, mutation. it's mutation, yeah. I'll get to something in a bit that I want to talk about. Obviously, you don't know the scores because you've not fucking read the rule book. I've you... never read the rules. <sighs> Alan, read the rules, Alan. Read the rules, Alan. Never. I don't Have you heard this, James? He's never. Oh, you you've even left the message for us. Never read the rules. Ellen, read the rules. No. Nope. I mean, how's never your age of Sigma rules going? Fucking unbelievable. Honestly, I keep messaging him and say, read the rules. How what? many games of Sigma have I played? Age of Sigma. Yeah. You know, it's a Blood Bob podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just before <laughs> the Age of Sigma rules. Oh yeah. How many games of Age of Sigma? You've played one or two. Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly look at the pictures, isn't it? Yeah. Skip to the back. Oh, that's it. So, yeah, I think we should go get a game workshop to do like a picture for three-year-olds, like a three-year-old how to play Blood Bowl thing with pictures. And then hopefully Alan will know what to do after that. I still probably won't read it. (laughs) Maybe if we turned it into a TV show. I'll probably watch it. Nice, there we go. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, remove all the words. Just make it all pictures. Hieroglyphics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should we try it? I'll try and create a Blood Bowl book. For Alan to read without any writing in, just well, using pictures. On the subject, the Read the Rules Alan campaign is going very well. It's going we've really well. We've had submissions from James over in the States. Thank you very much, James. We've, Australia. We've had Australia. one from Australia. Oh, come on, Alan. Just read the bloody rules. And we've also had Robert James Williams Day, who has sent us in an audiobook version of the rules. We'll put no that on. No way. We'll yeah. put that on you, now. It's, it's got better. Alan to listen to. Alan, it's Robert from the North Wales Carnage Cup. <clears throat> Shameless plug. About this whole reading the rule thing, I've had an idea. Blood Bowl, the official rules, the game of fantasy football. Part 1, the basic rules. 
basic rules section covers everything you need to become a fully fledged Blood Bowl coach and if you follow the action in the Blood Bowl bootcamp section you'll no doubt be keen to get stuck into a full game. After the basic rules you'll find an extra section which presents an element of the game that most coaches regard as all important, fouling the other side. But don't worry about such tactics for now, first you need to master basic play. An audio book version of the Blood Bowl rules, are you serious? Yeah. That's amazing. You've got loads of, you've got like a little fan base. Alan's got a fan base. If you meet him, James, which you will do one day, you'll realise that Alan is an absolute legend in Blood Bowl. Huge legend. Huge legend. Huge legend. Huge legend. Huge legend. Meanwhile. Welcome to Riffles and Poppers. There's a guy called Alan. He hasn't read the rules. You want him to read the rules. You don't love context, though. This is great for you. Hey, am, I, am I making this too open-ended? Is this the problem? Who is Alan? Someone you know. Glenn, <laughs> you should send this to them. You should send the overcomplicated first of us. Not even getting to the point where we have to say what we need to say. This is so... There's a guy called Alan... He's called. His name is Alan. Yes. How you understand, you know right? I just. I'm gonna. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's called Alan. That it doesn't matter how I know him. This, this is not a backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm not how it's come about. Like there's a guy called Alan. He hasn't read the rules. You want like, him? That analogy didn't work with me. But oh. yeah, carry on. Use someone else I know, like Ariana Grande or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Fine. Ariana Grande hasn't read the rules to Blood Bowl. <laughs> Right. Ariana Grande plays a lot of Blood Bowl, but she keeps losing. You know why she keeps losing? Because she hasn't read the rules. Right. Every time she shows up to one of these Blood Bowl tournaments, she loses. <laughs> so you're yeah. thinking, because you're a friend of Ariana Grande, and you want her to win, you want her to read the rules. What are you going to say to Ariana? You're going to pretend... Hang on a minute. If I say something, will I get into another podcast? Yes. If you say it well. Right. If you say it badly, probably not. I mean, I'll send it to them anyway, because it'd be funny, but they might not use it. So pretend that Ariana Grande's called Alan. <laughs> and call her Alan. Alan Grande, yeah. No, no, just Alan. It's like Madonna. Alan has no second name, he's just Alan. What do you Alan has no second name, read the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, this is going to be hard enough as it is. You don't need to give her Alan, ideas. Right. Alan, Alan, right, yeah. <laughs> She's like a method actor. You say, Alan, read the rules. I've said it, so I can send this for oh, me. Right. You can say it then. Alan, read the rules. Thank well <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, that's fine. That's good. You are sending that whole five-minute segment. <laughs> They might just cut it. So what what podcasts are we going to be in, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to be on the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> Honestly, so we've got Alan's got loads of fans. You see, what I do is I ask people: Is there anything that you'd want to ask Alan? Or it's, you know, it's the best part of the show. Uh, by the way, just before we mention it, we just mentioned Robert. Basically, he's running the Carnage Cup in November the seventeenth, which we are sponsoring. He's done so much work for it and for us. So just keep an eye out on that one. But anyway, weird questions for Alan. So I ask everybody, and again, every time we say episode five, anything you want to ask us, anything, we will answer. We always do it for Alan. So the first question for Alan is, they're quite easy. These are quite standard ones this week. How long can you hold your breath for? 
30 seconds. No, I was hoping that he was going to go. <gasps> <laughs> 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 thirty seconds. Probably thirty, 30 seconds. seconds. Do you want to pinch your nose and then we'll do this? Shall we try it? It's going to make like a great bit of podcast. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Those two seconds. What you didn't see, James, or everybody, is Alan just did try and hold his breath. So four seconds. Probably, yeah, four seconds. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for that. Is your hand so small a tennis ball looks like a bowling ball? Let's have a look at that. No, it looks like a tennis ball. Jeremy Beadle, far away. (laughs) Just looks like a huge tennis ball. Another thing where people don't know, Alan's hands, they're like babies' hands. They're (laughs) delicate. They're not that bad. They're beautiful, James, honestly. We'll send you some pictures later, mate. You can have a preview. And the next one, have you read the rules yet? Nope. Alan, Mark Perry, Perry guys, P-E-R-R-E, Perry, from Las Vegas. Alan, bloody hell, read the rules, come on. No, I knew that was coming. (laughs) Could you pass the pencil test? (laughs) (laughs) So anybody who doesn't know the pencil test is, uh, if you've got saggy boobs, (laughs) to prove that you haven't, you put a pencil under your breast, and if it drops... If it drops, you've got saggy boobs. No, no, if it oh. drops, you if haven't. Drops, oh, you haven't got saggy you boobs. You haven't got saggy boobs. Oh, OK, so let's try it, Alan. Here's a pen. I like how scientific this is. Oh, look at Alan. Look, look Alan's yeah. like, not even putting it on. When it's resting on your belly, yeah. it doesn't mean you're passing the test. <laughs> no. That's, that's the test. <laughs> Barely. Only just. Joking. <laughs> I just sniffed the pen that he put under his breast, sorry. <laughs> That's disgusting. So that was Alan's weird questions. So if you ever want to ask Alan a weird... Uh, James, do you have any weird questions yes. you'd like to ask Alan? Anything you want? Anything. Anything I'd like to know about Alan. Yeah, it can be mm. things to... Uh, I mean, someone asked him how deep his belly button was. Um, I heard. I remember that. Here, yeah. I will ask a question for all the all the ladies out there. Ooh. Boxers, briefs, or commando? <laughs> if I'm going to work, it's boxers. If I'm going out, it's commando. Maybe if I wasn't going commando. Oh, he no, nice. <laughs> You're not in the room with him. What do you mean, nice? You're out now, so. Well, I'm just glad that he's got a plan. He doesn't just so wait, you know, wake up and go willy nilly. <laughs> <laughs> willy chilly. He, he's got a plan, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> so, what are you wearing now? Boxes. Boxes? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What am I wearing? I don't want to know. <laughs> You're probably wearing silver. Your wife's underwear. Non, non-animal. James, what fabrics. are you wearing? Wait, that's kinky. <laughs> Commando. Nice. <laughs> All the, the time. car. Is that why people are beeping outside? <laughs> Florida, you need as few levels of clothing as you can get. Too hot. Yeah, that's the all the butt trumpets out here. That's where my brain goes now. Anytime a car horn honks, I butt trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> James is from Florida. I mean, when I think Florida, well, when most people think Florida, they think Disneyland. They think Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens. What's a Bush Garden? What is a Bush Garden? I don't know what that is. Right, so Bush is the company that makes. James will confirm this. I think it's the Muller beers. Like yeah. Muller Light. But they have a yep. theme park there as well. It's a really good theme park, but everyone goes to Never Disney, so you could just go on the, all the rides. And they used to give you beer before you went on the rides, which was a mistake. It's, it's, <laughs> the, it's the proper adrenaline junkie type theme park, isn't it? 
Oh. Alcohol and theme parks don't mix. And the big thing at Disney for the parents to kind of calm their nerves with the kids. But <laughs> I, I've actually had 15-year-old scotch before I went to a theme park once. And I was literally green the entire day. I, I never threw up. But if you looked at me, I had a green tint to my skin. <laughs> the important thing is you learn from this. And then I did. you'll drink gin next time. That's right. Stay away from scotch. <laughs> when I think of Florida, I think... Hovercrafts. What? Crocodiles. Crocodiles, yes. Hovercrafts. So, yeah. Yeah, so I said gators, crocodiles. So is that like it around your area or is that not crocodile on these bloody Australian? It, it, I can't remember what I watched. It was like Swamp Guy. I think I don't even know what swamp, his name is. Do you mean Swamp Thing? No, not Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing was that Toxic Crusader <laughs> one, eh? Was yeah, he a Toxic yeah. Crusader? Mm. Oh, you were you were pissing off so many fandoms right now. <laughs> oh, am I? Oh God. Oh, let's <laughs> keep going then. So we got um... <laughs> I think there was a there was a James Bond film which went on the hover boat things. And that was in Florida. In Florida, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think that's where I'm getting it from. I always thought that because at some point, James, I'm planning on coming to Florida. My missus wants to go to Disneyland. So I was like, well, she goes to Disneyland, puts one of those mini mouse ears on, and then I'll go play some Blood Bowl. So I was that like, that is was an going, epic idea. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. So I was like, I want to do that. But then I can't remember why, but I sat there and went, do I need an alligator repellent? <laughs> Something weird popped up in the head like that. And I was like, do I need alligator repellent? And then I was like, well, no, they, they all ride around on hovercrafts, don't they? The alligators. Like, oh, why am I saying hovercraft? Is that right? <laughs> uh, uh, hover- no, I don't. You mean I, I think it's more sci-fi. No. It's like no, I think you're thinking of like a uh, <laughs> god. That's so out there. I can't even think of what it's oh, called. Oh, the um, oh, the fan boats. Yeah. yeah, is it called a hovercraft? I no. think like a hover- oh no, hover- um, like an airboat. Yeah, no, the one you go and see the gators on oh, in the Everglades. Hovercraft for. I took my kids on one of those, and we saw gators, but they were more like just terrified by the loud sound that it's making. It sounds like you're in a constant state of blowing the fuck up. Oh boy. <laughs> Sounds like my car. It's basically the yeah. you know the industrial fans they use on movie sets yes. to create like hurricanes. Yes. They strap one of those or two of those to a boat and go, let's go see alligators. Oh. But that's what it's I'm awesome. thinking. Is that's all right? Yeah. See, that's what I would thought. If I want to go to Florida, I want to go and see some gators. Ride around with a beer in my hand, you know, proper living it up country style. <laughs> if you're going out to that's party, you can pop down to the Florida Keys. In where? The Florida Keys. What's that? Keys are really nice. It's a nice area, except for when it's hurricane season, like right now. See, that's the weird thing. Hurricane season. I sat there and I went outside and it's drizzling a little bit. I'm like, oh, I'm not going out today. Spitting today. (laughs) Yeah, we have hurricane season from like July, August through October. Oh my God, uh, I can cope with that. It's not bad. I've been through two since I've I've been down here for two years and I've been through two already. The worst of it is you lose power for a little bit. Some people get it worse than others. Yeah, it's it's not bad. You play Blood Bowl. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Oh, there's a hurricane. Fuck it. Get the Blood Bowl board out, lads. Some candles. Yeah, some candles. Oh, romantic game of Blood Bowl in the <laughs> middle of a hurricane. Holy crap! Oh. We've had hurricane parties. Some candles, some alcohol, some Blood Bowl. That sounds like fun. I want to sit in the middle of a hurricane seat. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to come to Florida in hurricane season. Is that... Do it. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll play Blood Bowl. That sounds brilliant. Absolutely amazing. Well, I'm coming over to the UK during festival season because, man, I'm I'm a huge concert goer and I, I want to go to a UK festival oh, and play are? some Blood Bowl. Which one? Oh, oh I'll, I'll settle for any. I mean, Isle of Wight would be good. Isle of Wight's more about the drugs, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> so It's well, all about the drugs, so yeah. When in Rome, I suppose. Yeah. If you want loads of drugs, Isle of Wight festivals are usually based on how strong the ecstasy is and then how loved up you get and then... 
that's the start. That's like the that's like planting a seed and then the plant grows. <laughs> Last year I was so on the Isle of Wight. <laughs> so we told. I was on the Isle of Wight. I was yachting. So we parked our yacht up. I got up early. Oh my! Sitting, on, sitting in the in the dock with a with a coffee and a packet of fags, and then these ferries just started dumping thousands of really beautiful, attractive girls who were all going to the festival. I thought this is absolutely incredible. And then my wife woke up, and I had to leave. But, <laughs> yeah, I think that would get my recommendation. Or oh, Glastonbury as well is, is the big Glastonbury one. Glastonbury is a good one, yeah. yeah. I've been to Glastonbury. Glastonbury, yeah. yeah. Reading and Leeds is good. So we will definitely, yeah, if you do, James, we'll take a game of Blood Ball out and Reading Festival. Yeah, Alan can carry it all. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Here's the one thing I like about being in the United States. So I love mostly UK music. I listen to Virgin Radio. Now it's Absolute Radio. I listen to that every day. So like most of the bands that are big over there before they even get big here, I'm already familiar with them. Like I'm a huge Stereophonics fan. Oh, I love the Stereophonics. And yeah, yeah. Really the cool. crazy thing is like they sell out like O2 Arena over there and they come here and they play clubs. So I've seen them three times in small clubs where I'm right in front of the stage. Jesus. And they sell yeah. out in about what a minute or two, two minutes yeah. or something in the UK, and they're big arenas yep. as well. That they yeah, sell yeah, out as well. arenas and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they don't even sell out here. That's crazy. I've seen Kaiser Chiefs. I've seen over here, like to a small venue. Like there's so many UK bands. I love them all. Well, when you do come to the UK, we'll definitely take you out and show you some crazy oh, yeah. places. Yeah, we're in the Midlands, so it's quite good. I saw Rolf Harris twice. Hold up. Careful now. Down with this sort of thing. <laughs> 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 do you know do you know Rob Harris the um, paedophile I mean legally yes it? he was an Australian comedian that used to do a lot of kids art shows I want to hear Alan I know right looking at Alan he just sat there and thought he can do a noise show us the noise Alan what noise the wobble board he used to oh, do oh yeah do the do, do the, the wobble board, board. Do why, why do you think because you sat there and you went <laughs> I saw you do it go on do the wobble board noise I can't do it I can't <laughs> do, do it the, do the wobble you board noise you were so noise. close I can't do it. <laughs> Why don't you think that I could do that? I don't know. I just wanted to so see So James, he used to play a didgeridoo and do a wobble board and do all these art shows and then he got in trouble with Operation U-Tree and, and I think he's in prison now. Yeah. But before all that happened, he was... Quite good. Was no. Quite good. Uh, no, it's not good. I <laughs> <laughs> was playing at Rock City back in the day, so like in the wow. 90s. Really good. And there was people stage diving, you know, and people would dive off the balcony and... Like, People are going to be there. Yeah, Rock yeah, City. You'd nice. love Rock City, James. It's brilliant. But they're like all the underground bands that are coming up, which is the best kind of music. So when yes. you do come up, you will definitely see it. But we do need to talk about Blood Bowl, by the way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we this is a Blood Bowl podcast. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I've got a couple of questions for you, James, and a couple of questions yep. for Drew. So the first one is, James, what is the funniest moment you've had in Blood Bowl? I like to hear people's, I mean, like people say like plays or like, it's up to you, whatever you think is the funniest thing. I mean, some people say to me, oh, the funniest thing I did was I fell off the chair and a dice went up my ass. That's not true, but that's I like those kind of stories. But what is the funniest story to you in Blood Bowl? The first one, I mean, I have a lot of funny stories. The first one that pops into my mind. So I took a long hiatus from Blood Bowl, probably like eight years, and then got back into it. When I got back into it, we started playing in the league at a local game store. I mean, the most of us were just playing to have fun. One of the guys in the league was taking everything far too seriously. So it was our week to play each other. And one of the other guys, a kid who would hang out in the store, his name was Jimmy. He would always just kind of hang out and watch and observe the matches. So one night I'm playing Chaos and my opponent is playing Dwarves and Jimmy's just kind of hanging out. 
I don't know what started it or why, but I pulled out my phone and I started just playing some music in the background because it was just awkwardly silent. You know, most of the time you play your opponent, there's some good banter going back and forth. But this guy was so intense. Like, I would try doing some small talk and I wasn't getting anything. Well, that was awkward. Yes, it was. So, I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> just started, you know, playing music. Like uh, we were playing 50 Cent, we were playing oh just whatever. So he he was pissed off. So then we started playing it, singing along and laughing. I don't know, it was maybe kind of a dick move, but we were having fun. And I was just doing one of those things where I didn't care, like passing to a Minotaur. Like I, I didn't do that per se. <laughs> that's a strong move. That's, that's, strong that's ludicrous. But, um, <laughs> There's nothing yeah, ludicrous yeah, I was about just, that. <laughs> I was, so I, I was just doing some shit, but it was all succeeding. Anytime I needed a six, I'd get a six. So oh, that would just make him, guys. so the, the matter he got, the more Jimmy and I were laughing, and I don't know, like I said, kind of, a, maybe it could be considered a dick move, but like it wasn't a fun match in the beginning. So if he wasn't gonna try and make it a fun match, we decided to have the fun ourselves. So Jimmy and I had a good time. <laughs> and we weren't playing, we weren't playing each other. Macklemore, that was the other one. We are playing, what the frick is the song from Macklemore? Thrift shop. Uh, thrift shop. Yeah, we're, I, I had it. On, I had it. I had it on. I had it on loop for like 25 minutes or half an hour, and it just melted his brain. It was great to watch. <laughs> so yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. What was the final score? It wasn't anything astronomical. It was probably like two to one. Those games where you just roll sixes, and that person's just sitting there going, <laughs> and you can see him getting so angry, and you're just like. Oh, I don't really want to roll. Don't roll another six. Do not roll another six. I'm going to die. Six. Oh, shit. And then you roll a skull in here. Oh, what a mistake. Oh, rubbish. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. But I, had a, I like them. I had a board flip incident. Did you? Yeah. Oh, get well, out. I was playing a guy I know quite well, and I was 3-0 up, and everything was working really good. And he kind of just threw his arms up, but he clipped the side of the board. So half the board went up, and my brand new painted necromantic team flew up in the air i'm trying to pluck these miniatures because they're metal out of the air before they hit and he's uh. like, oh my god i'm so sorry i didn't do it on purpose but yeah well at so, least he didn't do it on purpose there's yeah. a legend of a guy here in the u.s who i won't name drop him because i'm not that much of a dick but <laughs> he did do it on purpose oh. and um I've so i'm running to do that Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. You don't want to do that no i want someone to do it no. to me i want to i want to sit down and play him and then they flip my board and i go mate no. No! <laughs> Pick them up. <laughs> There's a legend in this country of a guy who used to have a dice which had the number one was like a massive divot under the side of it. And every time he rolled it, it landed and it was just about to go on something else and then it went onto the divot and landed on a six. And those dice ended up being uh, behind a radiator. You said divot. I thought you said dildo. <laughs> what? I mean, that's not gonna, that's not going to roll well at all. That's, I was going to say, those are some weird dice, man. My, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you've got... I'm sure Alan, somewhere in his house, has got a dildo and some dice in the same compartment. No. No. I mean, would you admit nice. to it if you did? Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> rub a dong on him. That's how you break the curse of bad dice. When you have bad dice and they roll a lot of ones, you just put them in a drawer. With a dildo. I'm going to try it that. It breaks the curse. I've got loads of dildos, so I'll put all my dice in there tonight, see what happens. I've got someone, test that someone theory, asked yeah. me to change my dice. Change it? Yeah, Johnny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. it takes. He didn't ask, he just took your dice and put them behind the radio. That was after. Oh, was that after? actually playing him, I kept on rolling sixes, and he was like, no, you're changing them dice, mate. It was like four or five sixes in a row. And he was like, no, you're changing them dice. Wow. So then I changed them. The next game after that, he saw that I got the dice out and I rolled it and it was a six. <laughs> he took the dice and threw it behind the radiator. <laughs> That's a sore sport. I've got another question for, again, Drew and James. This is a good okay. one for you. What is your favorite team and why? Ah, oh, 
So, I'm going to let James go first on this. Uh, favorite team. Chaos. Chaos is my favorite team. Oh, that was so easy for you. Chaos. It, it wow. is. Wow. Yep, no I, one's ever said that. I I've go, never heard that before. <laughs> it's so original, right? Uh, <laughs> Chaos. Well, I tell you what. Chaos as far as regular teams, but as far as stunty flings by far. Of course I've had they are. One of my best games ever with flings. So, in that same league that we started, we had a coach who dropped out. And he played flings. And so I like did all the marketing and PR for the league. And my buddy Tom was the commissioner. And he's like, well, I don't want to just hand out losses to all the coaches who has to play this guy. So why don't we just make it a free booting team? So if anybody wants to come down and play the fling team for fun, shits and giggles, then go ahead. So it was my turn to play the fling team. And I played them with wild abandon. And I was playing against my friend Roger, who's actually a pretty good coach. And he was playing high elves. And in the first half, I was up 3 nothing. That's gorgeous. Whoa. It was. I flattened him with the trees. I just was flinging flings. That's it was the it was best feeling ever. Second half went. <laughs> it was, and I, I think I was so high on that feeling that if I ran out of fucks, I went to the store, bought more fucks, and ran out of them again. Because <laughs> the second half totally went his way, and he ended up tying it up three to three. No. So three to, but to me, that's still a win. Yeah, so of course. I, it is. I, Chaos is the team that I would always want to gravitate to. I think they're good. Early on, they're really good, high team value. I enjoy playing them. I love the Minotaur. Don't get me fucking started. Like a stunty on the team, as far as stunty, yeah, halfling. So those are my two favorite teams. Beautiful. What about you, Drew? So I like to Dry. play a team for a season and then move on oh, okay. because it keeps me painting stuff and doing that side of the hobby. So since I got back into it in 2016, I don't care for humans. I played a season as orcs and was like won three games. It's dreadful. Then I did pretty well with my Norse team, won a league with my necromantic. My goblin team did really well in the DBBL. During the whole league, I only lost two games. Did you? That's yeah. impressive with goblins. Thanks very much. Really, really good. And then we've good. got our Santa Cup next week to finish that off. Yeah, because basically for that, I actually had to concede three games because of my work, but I still managed to win two. <laughs> so good. that's why we're having a nice little stunty cup so yeah because cool, last time we played we killed a lot of goblins and halflings yeah yeah this is going to be a good game see me and drew now you've never beat me have you drew so this will be a I've draw never <laughs> I've, I've never so. beaten anyone around this table oh okay. even me <laughs> yeah why did you win he was he's the person oh. that i won against <laughs> Please note that the preceding information may no longer be accurate. I actually played Drew again at the recent Two Drunk Flings Tag Team Tournament. It was in fact the third game we played against each other. Yes, I actually managed to beat his goblins again before you ask, but this was the first time I had come up against Drew in his newly adopted Wood Elf team. And well, he beat me. <laughs> Quite badly actually. What happened? What was the score? Well, it was... What the hell did you just say? What did you just say, Bill? Uh, it, uh, it was, um, it was... Uh, English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Okay, it was 7-1. <laughs> yes, very good. Just leave it alone, will you? Anyway, Drew may well be joining us in a future episode, so I'm expecting to receive my due comeuppance at that time. Oh, balls. <laughs> the shovel vault. We've never played. We haven't played, but we will. Yeah, you're flat on Alan. So technically, I'm undefeated. You basically I'm go, undefeated oh, Alan, you, need a, you need a seven plus to roll that on a D6. And then he'll be like, oh, okay. And you go, oh, sorry, lost. <laughs> and then he'll agree with you. That's because I've never read the rules. Hello, this is the ghost of Stephen Hawking. Read the rules, Alan. Alan, read the rules.
But you know, maybe by the time we play, you will have read them or listened to the audio. The other thing is that Alan's actually had a non-losing streak. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, Alan, yeah, James, and for all the listeners, you've not lost yet. Well, I lost on Thursday, oh. a game on Climax. But yeah, I've gone since we recorded the last podcast. Which was up three until... and a half months ago. Yeah. And how many games you played, Alan? One. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yep. Just one game. I haven't lost in three and a half months, guys. But I've only had Look, one game. He has now. Yeah. Well, he needs something to balance out his fumble record. He's in his fumble <laughs> oh, record. Like... Yeah. The worst record in the history of fumble. I think you are last on everything. Well, someone has to prop up the league. Yeah, I'm strong, right. so I'm propping People are standing on the shoulders of, not <laughs> giants, but dwarves. You've flattened that much, Dave, to yeah. into it. That's why I'm short. <laughs> You're dead short because you're holding all the tables up. Well, I've got a story about my size, my game on. <laughs> well, I could just have a story about my size. I could just talk about your ugly face as well. Oh, oh my god, you're he ugly. Made it he started it, didn't he, Drew? Yeah, but Alan, yeah. my dad's. He started it, didn't he, Drew? Well, my a... dad's bigger than your dad. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he started, Drew. <laughs> god. <laughs> Let's talk about your size then. Okay. I'm joking, not your size. <laughs> Come on, then, carry on. Right, played flings on Thursday, and I was playing against a vampire team, so I got puggy. Threw Puggy into three tackle zones. He bounced off one of the players, landed next to the ball carrier, and then knocked the ball carrier out and picked the ball up. Excellent! Nice. But I lost two now. Well, as long as you've got one glorious moment. Yeah. I'm not sure which is my favourite team because I like to mix them up. I have decided that I hate Camry. I hate Camry so much. I'm two games into a season. And I've never wanted to not play the rest of a season before. But Kemri for me, they're just dead, boring, slow, worse than dwarves, awful. So that's definitely my least favorite team. I don't mind Kemri, except for when you're playing Kemri against Wood Elves. That was disgusting. I was in the tournament. I was playing Kemri to cross them off my road to 24. My third round, I was playing against the Wood Elf team. And I took down both his war dancers in the first half. And then they came back in the second half. And then it was all downhill from there. I think I lost four to one. My problem with Kemri is I haven't really got started with them. I think after two games, I've got one guy that's leveled up. They're easier to play in a tournament with skills on them than they are in a league. They're very, very, very frustrating to play in a league. But I think after this, they'll be done. They were dreadful to paint as well, but then they'll be done. But I've got three elf teams waiting to paint, and then I'll probably start winning games and losing friends. You're goddamn right. Yeah, with elves. you will be with elves, mate. But definitely with elves. I was saying, I don't know. You see, it depends for Wood Elf team. I mean, Wood Elves are the most ridiculous team out there, I think, completely. But if you've got the dice on your side, when you break an armor, if you can break a few elves to pieces, you can dominate them. I think when I play elf players, instead of trying to win the game to start with, I try and get in the red first. But I try and get them to use the rerolls and go, ooh, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The elephant trick works to all elf players. Try that one. There's a guy, there's a guy at the NAF Championship I played, and he was about 10 minutes late for the game starting. I was like, maybe he's dead, but he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he turned up sweaty, half dead, bleary eyed. And I mean, this is like maybe the second game of the day. It looked like somebody just found him in a bush and said, look, we need a blood ball player. Can you go and play? <laughs> and dragged him in. He, he was this stinking hobo looking fella. Really nice, but he was just incredibly drunk all weekend. And he's like, oh yeah, sorry, I'm late. I've just been in the toilet. I've had a bad time. 
I was like, okay, that's fine, don't touch my models. And considering <laughs> yeah. he was half dead and barely conscious, he beat me 4 1 with really? his Wood Elves. And, and it was at that point I thought, I'm going to buy a Wood Elf team. <laughs> They're ridiculous. I lost to someone in I was Flings, but I did lose 6 1 to a guy and he went yeah Dan, I'm just going to pass that yeah yeah Dan Smedley oh, no it wasn't Dan Smedley it was Christian who is on our World Cup team oh well that's yeah. Dan beat so, you 6-0 oh yeah 6-1 6-1 oh, as, well. as well yeah I got a one turn he's, as well. he's pretty good though yeah oh. every t- actually every time I played what else I lose 6-1 <laughs> That's or true. 5-0, yeah. Yeah, I'm not very good at I'm that. in that club. A lot of people in that club. I'm, I'm a proud member. <laughs> but I think, I think that's one of the good things about Blood Bowl. That it, it's not an even playing field. Pardon the pun. There's teams that are much better. Than teams, which is brilliant. Because otherwise, you'd end up with the best players always winning. And I think it's nice to handicap yourself by playing flings or goblins. I think so. When I go to tournaments, I want to have fun. I mean, I'm going to the Euro. And uh, basically, I've, I've got to take on dead because the team won't let me take half links because they're taking it that serious. I'm playing for Team Ireland and I'm taking on dead. Now, I'm looking forward to going. I can't wait. I can't wait to play for Team Ireland. It's going to be amazing. It's like Team Ireland's first tournament ever. It's my first Euro. It's just going to be amazing. It's 400 coaches going. It's going to be Whoa. mental. Yeah, 400. And it's like 440, I think, on average. And it was like, I'm taking on dad, but I want to take my halflings. I want to throw little shits all around the field and just have loads of fun. And I'm that guy who turns up drunk and whinge you. And you think, you wanker, why have you turned up drunk? <laughs> Like when we was at the NAF, which we recorded, I mean, me and you were just drinking the whole weekend, weren't we, Drew? It was wonderful. Yeah. We had a lovely breakfast cider. Yeah. Oh, yeah, breakfast cider. It was. It was nine o'clock in the morning with a cider in our hands. Yeah. So in the blazing sun, we were smoking because we were not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was so good. good. It was a good, I'd like to good do that every day. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. Blood bowl all day. No work. And everybody except the angry Spanish guy was really nice. It was the angry Spanish guy. <laughs> uh, so Joe Gunn played him and he was just slamming his dice cup down and just scowling at everything, getting really aggressive. I, Joe hated playing him. I think it was one all in the end. He was like, brilliant, finished. But he Please played... tell me his name was Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. No, <laughs> sadly, sadly not. I think it, on the nap he's angry Spanish guy. Is it really? He would have murdered anyone. Silence! I kill you! He's like, I'm looking for a five-fingered man to murder. We've all got five <laughs> fingers, except for some of the Derby people. Um, but there was a game later. Do you when... count Alan's fingers as a full finger? <laughs> They're like flippers, aren't they? Slightly web. He carried on with this ruckus behaviour and people moved away from him. They were sort of just shuffling the boards. But oh. everyone else there was brilliant. It was yeah, really international as well. Yeah, yeah. And for people to come to our country and not to be raining. Well, they, they were quite disappointed with that. There's the Maltese guys who turned up. I can't believe it's sunny. I come to England to cool down. Yeah. <laughs> we sat there, we were all outside with the cider and the grass. Like, it's sunny. I've not seen the sun. Oh, I loved it. It was really nice and great that it was just down the road. Yeah, oh, it's good for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Really good. I had a fantastic time on enough, and I can't wait to. There's some really good recordings, what Mike's done. It's a big recording the next Did one. Did I show you my sandwiches? Mmm, sandwich. Right, you're a vegan, so you won't be interested, but for, <laughs> but for the grown ups, <laughs> my wife was like, oh, grown ups. She got a, a, a loaf of bread, hollowed it out, and then filled I did it see with the sandwich. layers of steak. Mushrooms, more steak, bacon. 
Oh, it was just I incredible. And they, they squash it all down. And you, oh. Does that make you jealous? No. It you was incredible. A, you already had me a breakfast cider. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the breakfast cider was oh, like a honestly, was it strawberry and lime or something. You come to like an that. English tournament, we're just going to be drunk the whole time. Well, I am anyway. I like to just straddle up with my Tesco bag full of cans. Drink! Drink! How did you get there and back? Did you have a designated driver? Uh, yeah, I had a designated driver. Yeah, I had Joe doing mine. I was absolutely... I'll tell you what, on that Sunday, I was so hungover. I drank a bottle of wine in the morning, like doing a small bottles of wine. I was like, I can't concentrate. I can't see. I'm going to be sick. I'm like, oh, oh what's the first... So I just went, grabbed the bottle of wine, downed it, two paracetamol, and I was about 10 minutes late. I was like, oh... So you drink yourself sober. Yeah. In other words. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a and, skill. But I tell, it is. And I'll tell you what, I won two games. <laughs> no. I won two nice. games completely steaming I remember the first game that was a good game but I can't remember too much about it well, let's talk about this for a second because th that is one of the biggest differences between Blood Bowl abroad and US Blood Bowl is that we don't really have much alcohol at, during Blood Bowl <gasps> whether it's a, a league or tournaments Oh my God, how do you play? I'm shocked. <laughs> you may have second thoughts about coming over here to Florida now. Oh no, no, it'll be you guys having second thoughts inviting me. <laughs> You're the ones who are going to have to be putting me in a taxi home, so I'm, I'm not bothered about but that. I think the US has got a very different <laughs> attitude towards alcohol than Europe as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, most people, you know, when they drink over here, it's not a social thing. They kind of drink and they get shit-faced. Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have one tournament coming up in November. It's the uh, Ancient City Bowl or something like that. I, I'd have to look it up. It's in St. Augustine. And uh, it's in a brewery. So... See, that's... Yeah, I was going to say, we do them in breweries and stuff like that in England. There's yeah. some really good ones in the breweries as well. There was... I can't... No, it's not Shep Shed. I can't remember who it was. But there was a little brewery and the tournament was in there. There's only 16 people at this tournament. But you had a barrel, which was the size of this... Oh, what was that? Yeah. Was that, I mean, that was that was a huge butt trumpet. That sounded. Oh. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a it was a fire truck. So either like somebody died or something. it sounded like a Roger Rabbit sounded <laughs> like fire truck. Didn't it? Oh, it's <laughs> like it's one of those ones you see in those Disney films. That's crazy. People can't drive for shit down here in Florida, so it's probably like a car accident. It's all those hovercrafts. <laughs> I don't know how you all. It's all the alligators having yeah, to go down the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there was this tournament and, and you basically could help yourself to the beer. No, all day. You just went, oh yeah, just turn the tap, up yourself, beer's there. An open bar? No, it was a brewery. So it was a sat where there was actually brewing the beer. So it had all the pipes and all the barrels and everything there. And you just literally went up to the barrel, you turn a tap. I was fucking hammered. It was like 12 o'clock. I had to go and get a sandwich, <laughs> eat it to try and sober up. Didn't work. I was hammered. I can't remember getting home. We should try and hold one in Derby at the brewery in Derby. And what? dancing up. Well, you try and run it. <laughs> James, in the States, do you ever play in pubs? No, not really. Oh. Local game stores. We had a tournament at the Shovel Bowl in a pub, and oh, the food there was incredible, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I was just drinking all through that. I had a tomato juice. I've never had a tomato juice. You had Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is vodka, tomato juice, yeah. I tried to sober up with that. Because I was drinking the night before as well. Poor Mike had to pick me up. <laughs> Oh, proper bad. So what we're going to do is we're going to move on to Alan's quiz. So what we said on the last episode was, look at Alan getting ready. Alan's <laughs> preparing himself. What we're going to do is we're going to start off with basic questions. And then what we're going to do is just make the questions harder and harder and harder until you get to the point where you don't even know what we're talking about. So I'm going to do a first quick fire five questions for you. 
Okay. Yeah. And then Drew is going to explain a little game for you where you're going to earn some money. Some <gasps> questions as well. You're actually going to be able to earn a lot of money. You're going to be loaded after this. You're going to go home, take Mary for a steak pie or whatever you meat eaters do. So are you ready for this? This is... Go on, you <laughs> Yeah, go on. There you go. Do you like the American accent, James? I love it. Yeah, it's beautiful. I've been practicing, mate, in the, in the mirror. So, are you ready? So, here's Alan's first questions. <laughs> so, Alan, this is so easy. If you don't get this, you look all right, knob. You know that, don't you? <laughs> right? No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Name two star plays in 10 seconds. Puggy Bacon Breath and Borak the Despoiler. Oh, name one positional for the Dark Elf team. Uh, war Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I love these quizzes, they're brilliant. What's the lizard man big guy called? Mr. Lizard Man. <laughs> What's he called? <laughs> oh my god. How many trees can a fling team have? Two. Three if you count deep root. There you nice. go. How many big guys can a chaos pack team have? Three. Not including star players? Two. <laughs> Alright, first time. <laughs> And that's it. Oh, oh cool. my God. Alan, so you managed to get one right and two wrong. There's five questions. <laughs> <laughs> Maths was never my strong point at school. Oh, so you got one question. Hold on. You didn't get a Dark Elf one. You didn't get the Lizard Man one. So, name a position for Dark Elf team. Assassin. Yeah. Witch. Runner. Runner. Lineman would be. Oh, <laughs> lineman, yeah. Easy. Uh, Lizard Man, big guy. Croxy Gore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And how many big guys can a Chaos Pack team have without star players? It's three. Ogre. Minotaur. I knew you'd get that one. He guessed it right the first time, then he changed yeah, his mind. Yeah, he did. Yeah, no. <laughs> I love confusing him, you see. So, it's, uh, so oh, come on. So I one. was impressed. He came out so confident. He's like, three. Like, no. <laughs> no. Two. <A> troll. <laughs> yeah, well done. Well done. So, that was Arlen's quiz. And now it's time for... Questions from Drew. <laughs> All right, so can you name three star players that can play for a Chaos team? Barrett Liddy Spoiler. That's one. Morgan Thorg. That's two. And... Come on, give us a Minotaur. Mighty Zul. I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe this is our can. Can we put that to the panel of judges? Zul can't play for them, I don't think. I don't think so either. No. We could have had Lude Whip Arm. We could have had Max Spleen Ripper. It's the Chainsaw Fella. Oh, yeah. Can you name five Your team. different I just kinds... call him Chainsaw Guy. <laughs> Can you name five different guides, different kind of big guys? Minotaur. Nice. Uh, Mighty Zulk. I don't know what word is that he keeps saying, Minotaur. You mean Minotaur? Yeah, Minotaur, yeah. I'm just being funny. <laughs> <laughs> I sorted it out. Tree? Yep. Tree? Uh, troll? Yep. That's fine. Good enough. Tree. <laughs> weather. Can you name five different weather conditions? Blizzard. That's one. Uh, heavy rain. Pouring rain. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> give me that one. Blazing <laughs> sun. Yep. Um, just perfect. Normal. Nice. Oh. 
Snow is snow one? Snow's kind of like a blizzard, so you can't have that no. one twice. Uh, wind? That is not the right answer, so you've got that wrong. Wind! <laughs> what kind Which of... Which one did he miss? Sweltering heat? Yeah, sweltering yeah, heat yeah, was missed. Sweltering heat, yeah. Um, wind. <laughs> I know that one because that's always Florida weather. Yay. It's always sweltering. What kind of filthy, dirty tricks can people play? Name three secret weapons. Pogo, person, guy. That's immediately wrong. Mm. Oh, it's a positional. I even agreed with that then, sorry. Oh, what's the other one? The You're ball and chain. Ball guy. and chain is good. Yeah, that's that's one. It, yeah. Yeah, but the ball and chain is not called the ball and chain. Secret weapon. What about <laughs> um, the dwarf one, Boomer? What's his name? Is that a star player? Bollocks and chain. Bollocks and chain. Yeah, Boomer's bazooka. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good one. It's obscure. I would have given him that one. Um, yeah. Mike's ballet dancing. Uh, I don't know what you're trying to do, Mike. No one can see that. You know, it's a podcast. It's not a TV show. You're going to say you're trying to say Doom Diner? Yeah, that's it. That's wrong. (laughs) I don't know then. The vegan destroyer. Uh, You could have had uh, Bombardier. You could have had uh, the Chainsaws. You could have had the Dwarven Death Roller. Death Roller. I've got a couple of mine are going to be easy because I'm nowhere near as experienced as these So what's this quiz called? (laughs) This is called Mike's Harry Potter Quiz. <laughs> yeah, we're doing that instead now. You'll get those right, won't you? Probably. Well, it depends on how obscure you're going. What wood is Harry's wand made out of? Oh, we're not having a Harry Potter quiz. Unicorn cock. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like. Sorry about this, James. We, we are, unfortunately, what... <laughs> when you do play Blood Bowl, you do get surrounded by geeks every now and then. It's got a phoenix feather in it. I, I am a Harry Potter yeah. fan. <laughs> oh, you can join in then if you want. No, there you pass. go. <laughs> Holly and Phoenix feather. Oh, you're so close. Anything to do with Hermione is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, what's your quiz? Come on, where's your questions? We've still oh, got... they're on my phone, but I've got to remember them. Okay, so if a player has the skill loner, what is he required to do? Roll the dice to see if he can do something. <laughs> what do you mean, do something? He's half right. <laughs> you have to roll to see if he can, like, move, like... Do an action like attack or something. I don't know. I genuine. I really should read <laughs> You've the rules. You've been playing three years. How do you not know what to do, what it does? I don't know. I've still got an issue about the three teammate thing as well that we're gonna. Oh, we're doing, we'll do shortly. the quiz. What's the quiz? Come on, then. okay. I'll do, I'll on just do one come more. Come on, come on. Okay, so this is one from my camp. Name any pro elf player on one of their starting skills. Um, <laughs> lineman. Line elf. <laughs> nice, you've chosen the one without any starting skills. Yeah. There you go. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. <laughs> what's a starting skill? <laughs> Name a starting skill. Okay, I'll beat that. Yeah, what's a starting skill? What's a starting skill? Yeah, with the pro elves. Run away. Run away! That's what you're asking, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Survive. Leave me alone. Leap. Uh, leap leap's not a non there. Leap's no. a war dancer. <laughs> what are you going back to war dancers for? <laughs> okay, think of their blitzer. <laughs> What happens with their blitzers? They go sit out on the sideline and you go to hit them and then... Uh... Sidestep. Yay! Yay! Nice. Ding! <laughs> okay, so we'll, should we leave Alan alone now? No, I've, we've got one more to yeah, do. Yeah, we've got which another is... quiz oh, okay. for you, Alan. Alan's long bomb of racial knowledge. Here we go. I'm going to pop is... this on the table. Okay. That is 13 British pounds, which is worth nearly 15 US dollars, probably. Ooh. Now, you can have that if, in one minute, you can name 13 different races. 
So you've got a minute to go from when I say start. 13 And the reason we've races. gone 13 is that is the amount of squares from the line of scrimmage to the end zone. So you're running from one end to the other, and every time you get a race right, you get a pound and you move up the pitch. Okay. So, Liam, you can score it and go. Dwarfs, Camry, Nurgle, humans, orcs, goblins, halflings, <laughs> undead, vampires, wood elves, pro elves, necromantic, and... <laughs> uh, high elves. Yes. He's had high elves, hasn't he? I it? think he's had high elves before. No, I said pro elves and wood elves. All right. Then yeah, yeah that's elves. good. Well Very done. nicely done. I'm surprised. Yeah. Because before you arrived, we were saying it's never going to get that. Yeah, we were. I always think about doing the whole like 26. But... <laughs> if we should have done the 26. <laughs> but well done, Ali, mate. Well done. Well done. So he got the 13. He got the 13. Yeah. 13 in 31 pounds. seconds. I have a good way for you to spend that 13 pounds. Go and find that hobo who went to that match. Yeah. <laughs> buy, him, buy him a breakfast. Pay, no, 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 no. Better. Pay him the 13 pounds to have him read you the rule book. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. Honestly, you, you need to read the rules, mate. They are sure. standard standard baby questions. That's like the Teletubbies of Blood Bowl questions. Speaking of audiobooks of the rules, we're just going to check in with Robert James Williams today. Setting up the game. Before you start, it's a good idea to read through these rules at least once, so you've got some idea of what you're doing. Once you have done this, lay out the board and assemble the players. The owner of the game always gets first choice as to which team they will play. Each coach will need to dug out the appropriate player cards and the counters found on the plastic frames with their player figures. Each coach should place their dugout behind or beside one of the end zones. This shows which half of the pitch belongs to each team. You score a touchdown by getting the ball into your opposing team's end zone. Each coach should place a turn marker in the first half square on the turn tracker and the score counter in the score track. I like that, making the rulebook an audiobook like, yeah. with different people around the Blood Bowl community around the world. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, it's actually a good idea as well. I said that to him. I said we should do it. I don't want to just jump in and improve on that idea, but how about getting Brian Blessed to read it? Why don't they give me that voiceover instead? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You'd I would, make a fortune, wouldn't you? I'd crack off to that. Yeah, you'd make Brian Blessed. Go and you say something like Brian Blessed in the rulebook. Oh, you've not read it <laughs> oh, I can't do Brian Blessed I'll try Gordon's alive Vroom Man alive Gordon <laughs> oh my god I'm not even going to attempt that so as we were talking about the tournament coming up that we are running it is a tag team tournament me and Alan are obviously going to be there we've been discussing about what we're going to do and we're going to be like the fill-in team. So when you come in, you're going to meet us with a high-five in. We're like, yeah! The rules of the game as well. This is a new one for you, Drew, because you've never been to one of these before. But I have read the rule pack. Oh, have you? Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? So you can tag your buddy and steal one of their re-rolls or their apothecary. Yeah, yeah. Your partners, yeah. And, and, he, and he gives it over to you so yeah. you can help, help your buddy out. Once per game. Once per game. So if you're steamrolling somebody and you think, I, I'm not going to need my apothecary, I've got loads of re-rolls left. Or if you're smart and one team pays much less, for their re-rolls. Bosh. Boom. Yeah, yeah. We've got, at the minute, 44 coaches. 
Nice, impressive. Yeah, yeah, 44 coaches. We're only allowed 60, and I think I've got eight people already saying that they're going, and they're going to be paying up in the next week. It's going to sell out, I think. So it'll be 60 coaches, I think, going. It'll be really good. Yeah, yeah, so it's been really big. I mean, hopefully people are going to dress up. I mean, what, what was your idea with Joe? <laughs> So my wife's got into her haberdashery. She's starting to make starting to make clothes. Haberdashery? It's like a closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> haberdashery is like you sewing and making stuff. James, some years ago, you actually sent me a NAF badge, which is very kind of you. And my wife made me a blood bowl shirt, which is a bit too small now because I've got some weight. <laughs> um, so she has to make me another but I was thinking maybe me and Joe Gunn we're going to both play elf teams and we're going to be the national elf service and maybe some elfy tabards if I can get elfie my wife to do it. I can get you hospital scrubs I mean that will I work in a hospital yeah, so I can get you some hospital scrubs not used ones though I mean I can clean the scrubs I'll yeah, sort you out with some Joe's quite scrubs. big also oh I've got a list God. of drugs that I'd like you to get for me <laughs> <laughs> just hold me off there yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do no, <laughs> no, but the hospital scrubs I can get no problem yeah that'd be perfect yeah. thank you unbelievable He's got a hankering for night nurse <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you remember so like good. James won't remember this do you remember NyQuil I don't know if you can still get it oh yeah Oh, I mean, you can't get it in this country What's because NyQuil? it's Sudafed that you have a hard time getting because of all the uh, Breaking Bad people out there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is the reason it's so wonderful. <laughs> Should we start calling you Jesse? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just I'm an educated man who knows about some of these. So you know how to make meth? I don't know how to make meth. I just drink NyQuil from the bottle. I don't anymore. <laughs> That's how I do it. NyQuil right from the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a bit more sophisticated now. I have it in a glass with an olive. Shaken. <laughs> hey, I'm not condoning, you know, making meth, but you have to be able to pay for all these football teams on Kickstarter and stuff. So they're expensive. That's all right, yeah, exactly. Well, that's an- another question I was going to ask. Is I saw the comments. There was about 230 comments in the end on GW and the prices of third party. It's not GW, it's Forge World. When we were talking about the Blood Bowl teams before and the, and the Nurgle team coming out, I wanted to say that I think the price points on all the GW stuff that's coming out are fair. I think those teams are, are nicely done. Now, I love resin, I love plastic as opposed to metals. So they're perfect for me, but it's the Forge World stuff that's killer. I mean, $40 for one model that's resin, it's like, I don't have enough semen to sell, I don't have enough kidneys to sell. <laughs> I totally agree, 100%. It's, I don't, I don't know. And then I hear from, you know, another part like Australia, they, they get it even harder. Yeah, Australia get yeah. it quite hard with it. That's quite expensive for the GW stuff in there. I mean, I actually sell a lot of models. Like I do a lot of trading with Blood Bar models and Australia comes up a lot. I, I send a lot to Australia. But yeah, it is quite difficult. I mean, I totally agree with you though, James. I mean, Forge World, I mean, how much was that? Oh, what's his name? The elf star player. Sidewinder. Uh, Sidewinder, that's it. Yeah, he's 20 pounds. For one model, that's a lot of money for a one blood bar model when you can get a full team. For 20 quid. Yeah, but it's less, isn't it? That's like 16 quid you get. If you get it from an independent. Yeah, I yeah. I popped into Fordwell the other day and picked up three models for Necromunda and it was the Blood Bar podcast. But there was 20 quid for three great models. And I don't really understand how they can justify one model being so expensive. But then with yeah. the new pricing for people abroad, it just seems bonkers. And yeah. I'm worried that more people will stop buying Forge World and go to less reputable retailers. I totally agree. I absolutely totally agree. And then that's going to happen. I mean, in China, what does it take to just buy one Forge World model, stick it in a casting machine, and then forge it? I painted a dark elf team for someone, and the metals weren't real. It was a, a whole dark elf team. He spent 100 quid on it, bought it from China. That's already, uh, you don't buy Blood Bar models from China. That's just a, a must. You don't do it. Nope. 
unless it's painted. But anyway, but they were completely fake. And I said to him, the fake was, oh, that's fine. It's like, well, it shouldn't be fine. But that's the reason why these models are going up and why people do it. There was a team, the orphan team, you know, that halfling team that came through that completely undercuts down to 20 quid. I mean, our teams have got, the lowest that they went was about 55 quid for the team. And it's like, yeah, you're undercutting the third party, but then you're undercutting GW as well. And then it's such a crazy mix at the minute. This is what's starting to annoy me is that it's, this is why I wanted to bring it up is you're having two types of groups. You've got your third party and then you've got your GWs and it's slowly parting ways which is not the community I started and why I loved it. And it is part in ways, and I think it's a bit of a shame. I've got probably an equal mix of G-Dub and third party. And I think they're all brilliant in their own way. If I've got a team I don't want to play that much, I'll just get the 12 guys from G-Dub and be very happy with the quality and the price. It's a team I think I'm going to invest more time in, then I'll be happy to pay a bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think the other thing people don't think about when they buy from China and these recasters is the models aren't made by adults who invested in the industry. They're made by people who work in sweatshops being of course they are. dreadfully treated. Not, there's no health and safety. They're breathing in poisonous dust. So are you saying that GW needs to get like Colin Kaepernick to be their spokesperson? Kind of like Nike? No, I, I think <laughs> I think that Games Workshop should employ children to make us cheaper models and make them work in dreadful conditions. It was a joke, Mark. I was joking. It was a Christmas joke. Oh, I see. We don't really understand the whole take and eat thing that's going on in the States. Well, no, we didn't even get into that. Yeah, all right, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll skip. It's a shame because it is a massive mix. And again, like, I'm a big fan of GW. People can't see my room. I've got, I think, on every single shelf, a Games Workshop game or a Games Workshop model. I'm a huge Games Workshop fan. And I love other models and other companies and other things that people do as well. And it would be a shame to split that up. I don't want to go, oh, I love that and I love that because I love GW models and I love the third party models. And I don't think people should be going, oh, well, I'm going to stick to GW. I don't think they should be like that. I think people should, like you said, if you want a team, you just pick the team you want. You don't have to have a Games Workshop model. You don't have to have a third party model. Just pick the team you want and have fun. There's room for all of it. Um, exactly. Yeah, Totally. Back in the day, I had a GW Metal Undead team and I had a Necro team. And when I got out of Blood Bowl eight years ago, I sold those teams and then I had no teams. And then when I got back in the Blood Bowl and started building teams again, I do a lot of work with RNS Studio with Raphael. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's brilliant. Uh, he does a lot of miniatures for yeah. tournaments that I do. And his Undead Necro team is phenomenal. Yeah, I've seen um, them. They're brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, so that's the team that I have now. But there's a tournament coming up in September here in Florida called Pirates and Nuffle. Okay. And a buddy of mine did a custom pitch on a boat, kind of like the Ordo Bowl in the Pacific Northwest. They did a, like a pitch on a boat as well. And uh, I built a whole new undead team with some of the pirate miniatures from Black Scorpion Miniatures. Yeah. Because it's pirate theme. So I love the ability to be able to go to a different manufacturer and go, okay, I, I could build this into a team. I can custom make this team. If it was only GW or Forge World models, I think the hobby would suffer. Yeah, I yeah, think so too. I definitely agree. Was with it Arvan who made the Goblin Pirates? No, there's a new Kickstarter for the Goblin Pirates. And that's probably uh, that's Hungry Rebo. Troll, isn't it? Or is that it is Rebo? Hungry Troll. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've got that coming, and I cannot Dave, wait. I, that's a team I actually want. Well, I you want can't to get have them. They're mine. <laughs> I really want them when they're up for sale. One hundred percent getting them. I, I think they look brilliant. So yeah, I definitely want that pirate team. They're just wicked. They just look so nice. They are. Yeah, they're really good. Well, we have come up to the end of the show again. 
Oh, <sighs> Mike sniffing a bit, yeah. So I've just got a couple of things that I want to shout out to a few people. Again, thanks for Drew for joining us on the show. James, welcome to the Two Drunk Flings. It's finally nice to get you on our podcast. Nice to get you part of the team. And we look forward to see what you're going to be doing with us in the States and what we're going to be able to achieve. And it's exciting times. But I just want to say the Carnage Cup's coming up. Robert's doing in November the 17th. Response tonight. So it's a great little tournament what he's running. He's done so much work with it. And videos, there's giveaways. Punga Punga miniatures are giving them stuff. We're giving them stuff. So there's loads of things to go we'll just check in with him before we finish with the audiobook that alan's been listening to if the throne player would land on another player continue to scatter the throne player until they end in an empty square or off the pitch i.e they cannot land on more than one player see the right stuff entry to see if a player lands on his feet or head down in a crumpled heap Okay, Alan, well, that's the end of the rule book. I hope it's been of some help to you. So there we go. Anyway, <laughs> back to the raffle. A massive thank you to Chaz again. We always put a bit of his music on. If you ever get a chance to listen to his album, it's American Smile, British Teeth. He's fantastic. He's the, one of the best acoustic guys. I love him. I'm a big fan. And again, he's going to be writing a Blood Bowl song. I don't know when, but he's really busy at the minute with his documentary and things. But yeah, please just try and download the album. It's a great album. Thanks to the Water Bowl for sponsoring the Tag Team Tournament again, which is on November the 24th for us. It's at Derby. Come along, see Alan. We're going to try and get him in some spandex and show you his little potatoes. And what do you call it? What do you say in America? Potatoes? What do you say in America, James, for your penis? Potatoes and wieners? I don't know. What do you what? Oh, uh, bean and frank. There we go. Franks and beans. <laughs> <laughs> no, fr- franks and beans means multiple dicks and multiple balls. Oh, does it? Franks and beans. Well, let's just do yeah, that. Franks, it's plural. <laughs> so I, I would just say, I would say frank and beans. Frank and beans. So One penis, two balls. <laughs> <laughs> Franken beans. So yeah, the tournament is three games of Blood Bowl. It's just going to be loads of fun. You've got the Allen Cup. There's a single coach chance where you can all win things. So there's most touchdowns, the best defender. There's a huge two drunk fling, single coach thing. Then there's the tag team trophies as well. So loads of people. It's the biggest one we've done. Yeah, this is going to be huge. I mean, we've put, I've invested quite a bit of money in it as well. We've got a bunch of trophies upstairs and it's amazing. We've got a guest referee, which is Simon Bond, Glowworm. He's going to be our referee for the Simon day. Simon LeBond? As in off of Simon LeBond. Duran Duran. Yeah. yeah. Simon LeBond from Duran Duran is going to be a guest referee. <laughs> we've got Simon Bond, who's known as Glowworm. He's going to be there as well. There's going to be loads of people there. There's Johnny, there's Double Scores going to be there. They've got a team. So we've got Johnny there. Who else we've got going? There's loads of people going. I think Alex from the Water Bowl's coming as well. Yeah, there's loads of people from the Water Bowl. I'm teamed up with Dan. Dan, oh my oh, God. So. Do you know who Dan is yet, Drew? Dan Bradley. Or James? There's Dan Bradley, Dan. who's been playing Blood Bowl. He was on this episode two, and he has been playing Blood Bowl for what? Three years now? Yeah. It was going to be four years. He's still not won a game. Four years. I know. And Mike's teamed up with him at the tag team <laughs> tournament. <laughs> so we know where that's going. <laughs> Another spoon. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Well, it's going to be a big celebration when he finally wins a game. That's like not having an orgasm for four years. <laughs> it pretty much is, isn't it? Backed up. Imagine if he wins. Well, I think we should document it. Can you imagine how full his Franken beans would be if he hadn't done that for four years? Franken beans. Oh, we actually well, should he... have done American terms and see if we can guess that as well. Yeah, James, for the next one, do you want to get a load of American terms and test us out? I was already, I was already thinking that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, okay. 
fantastic. We need to look like idiots too, even though we don't do that enough. We've got loads of giveaways. We've got the Strangle Bowl, who's donated some dice. But the Strangle Bowl's coming up in October. The Birmingham Bowl in December. Oh, the Birmingham well. Bowl, yeah. Because I played Sean. the guy, Sean, on Thursday. on Fumble, yeah. yeah. He's the one who beat you. So, yeah, I did pay attention to that. Because Sean's a great guy, fantastic tournament runner. He runs some brilliant tournaments. And he's, he's such a great guy as well. By the time this comes out, we'll be a year old. Mm, wow. wow wow yeah when is, when we is... re-recorded our first podcast in october of last year so you should release it and get it done by our one year anniversary oh there you go so that's mm-hmm. it there we go that's it yeah. I just have some more I just work dug myself into my old old there didn't i just keep swimming just keep swimming just switch the naff and leicester one and just do that after and say look no because um duncan was advertising their tournament so i've got to get that out in october oh, okay. to do for that i want to say thank you to andy davo who's andy davo slash twitch tv just watch him he's one of the best blood bowl coaches out there and he's so good to watch and he's such a fun guy there's the saw bbbl as well it's jip and everybody up there mike davis and i mean the thing is we haven't got any guests for the next one so if you want to come and join us on the next one drew sure that'd be all right See if we've got enough mics bring jay gun down yeah 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 so it's, it's a couple of hours well we'll let you know the next one because it would be nice to have you back on i think you've been really yeah. good with well, us thanks mate. Very much. yeah yeah it's been fantastic is there anything you want to add, mate? Just that I'm going to kick your butt on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, but we can't. There's nothing we can do about it. So we should do two recordings right now, shouldn't we? So we should do you've won and then I've won. So, ah, how did it feel, mate? How did that feel? Hey, oh, 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 smashed him, smashed him. Absolutely battered him. How did it feel, Drew? Felt pretty good <laughs> when my goblins unleashed their green power on you. Have you seen my TV? 760. You seen mine? What's yours? It's like fifteen hundred. Is it really? But have you seen how much gold I have? Well, now you're just showing off. Now I've got nine hundred and eighty gold. Now do I match it and go fuck it? I'm having morgue. I'm having deep root morgue. Two trees. You can, have, you can only have two star <laughs> players, but br- bring it on. And the thing is, like, the... imagine that deep root and morgue. When I, when I first started playing goblins, everyone said keep your team value really low because you want to get loads of inducements, loads of bribes. And I thought, no, every single one of those goblins is a potential star player in the future. So I'm going to buy more and I'm going to cherish and love every single one of them. One of my star goblins is off the team now. He's working in the back office doing some admin. Hello! So that I could, so that I could get a star player in. But that, he's the only one I've sacked because he was doing quite well. And yeah, there's 15 of them, 16 goblins. They're going to be really good. I might even not even bother. Thanks for that. Thanks for the tip. No problem. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's a wrap up, guys. So thanks again, James. Appreciate everything that you're doing for us as well. And again, welcome to the team, mate. Awesome. Love it. And thanks for joining us, Drew, as well. It's been brilliant. So we will see you on the next episode as well. So that's fantastic. Mike, thank you very much. Thanks, sir. Alan. Cheers, boys. And thanks, James. Thanks for the patches. My pleasure. They are amazing. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.